Yes. You know, and you get to just focus on yourself. And if you have the annoying family members that are like, oh, you're single again. Why aren't you with someone? Just be like, I'm living my best life, bitch. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Leanna. I'm Jared. And this is going to be a fun episode today. I'm excited. Yes, me too. This is also hello and goodbye. I know. You know, I decided like I didn't, we didn't need to say that anymore. Oh, okay. That's fine. Great. Because it's like, if it's like, and this is hello and goodbye. Like, yeah, like, obviously. <laughs> You're like, in case you didn't realize what you clicked on from the podcast app. Um, okay, fair enough. Yeah, fun okay. episode, timely episode. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk about just like holiday dating and holiday relationships, and maybe even being like holiday single. You know, because you and I have both been in like all of those situations. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, we and we've got some listener uh, um, submissions that we're gonna read that are really funny mm-hmm. about your guys's worst gifts that you guys have received and they're hilarious very exciting yeah and then you and i both have funny gift stories Mm -hmm. too right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and you're like you're not a gift person no i scored a zero on gifts in love languages (laughs) like a straight zero i like you know what when i receive gifts my first thought is like fuck now I gotta like get something like blah blah, and I I never like the thing like it's I'm a I'm a big like Scrooge as far as gifts go. But anyway, you've given even though you're not a gift person, you gave me a really great gift one time. What did I give you? You gave me remember you saw it. It was like that framed picture of the donkey. Oh yeah, that is a good that is a good. Okay, gift. but what I want to know now though was that a re gift? No, no. It wasn't. No, I Where picked did you that. Get it? I got it from the arts festival, and one of the arts festivals we have here in town. And I was like, "Oh, this is such." And I don't remember if it was your birthday was coming up or something was coming up. And I was like, "It was my birthday." Yeah, yeah. and I was like, "This is perfect for Leanna because it's a beautiful black and white photo of like a little baby donkey." And there was something about like where you were in your life, and it's kind of like. Sta- you know, you can tell it's like standing on its own for the first time and like, Aww. yeah, it was cool. Now, did you frame it or did I frame it? I don't remember. I think I framed it, maybe. I think you did frame it. Yeah. And like the frame you chose is like really nice too. Thank you. Thank you. Do you know what's funny is I've always had it hanging in my bathroom. Hey, that's cool. Because <laughs> it's like an ass. <laughs> ah, I get it. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. So as I'm using my tushy. Uh-huh. I'm looking at the picture of the ass that you gave me. As you're using your tushy on your tushy. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. As I'm, yeah. So if you guys don't know, actually, let's just go into one of our sponsors. Perfect. Tushy is a sponsor. We love them. They provide bidets um, and other eco-friendly products for Mm -hmm. all of your tushy and bum needs. Jared is not a... Um, an amateur to the bidet. No, clean your butt better, people. Like, don't. (laughs) 
Has your mom used used her her tushy spa yet? You know, I don't know yet. I don't know if she's installed it yet because okay. she's probably like not going to ask my dad to do it because my dad takes anything like that and is like, "This is the worst product ever." They did a horrible job. Of so course, anyway, yeah. she's probably waiting for Zach to come over and install it for her. Okay. But um, yeah, I'm sure she's excited to clean her butt with some warm water. You've got your spa bidets and yeah, just anything that you guys are interested in, in the bidet world, you're going to go to www.hellotoshi.com slash hello and goodbye. And you get 10% off your whole purchase. Yeah. And like, speaking of gift giving, like what could be more perfect than like, Hey, we might be seeing another lockdown. I don't know if you know, the stores are like selling out of toilet paper again. I know. So like know. perfect time, happy holidays. Here's a bidet from Tushy using the hello and goodbye discount. It's seriously like the perfect gift. Yeah. And like, who doesn't want one? I don't know. I, I, I like, I don't want to meet that person. <laughs> unless, you, unless you already have one. <laughs> also, another gift is you can get some product from VFresh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I don't know. That's a, uh, <laughs> make sure the person, you've talked to the person first. Don't just spring that on them. <laughs> okay. But, okay, here's the thing. It's a one-time code, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say your woman has already used the woman the in your life her, sure. the woman in your life <laughs> yeah. has already used the code for her purchase and she needs more boric acid suppositories or more v gentle wash right or yeah. more v track to help with urinary tract infections then get her those for her stocking gift yeah oh that's true like yo i stocked you up you know you're good yeah. now yeah yeah I like you know that. put this up your vajayjay Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can put the water up your butt butthole. Yeah, we're just suppository <laughs> We're literally making our, our listeners not want to get these products. I'm just like I'm like, hello and goodbye. Servicing all your holes. <laughs> like, I don't know what the We've got a really good well, then we, yeah. oh, well, actually, I was going to say, well, then we need something for your mouth, but V-Tract, you can, it's a, it's a supplement. Yeah, sure. So we are literally servicing all your holes. Yeah. And, you know, maybe we'll do a toothpaste or something, you know, that would really kind of complete yeah. the trifecta. Yeah. 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 So anyway, if you want to purchase product from V-Fresh, you're going to go to www.vfresh.com and then enter code all capital hello 2020. And then I'll have to talk to Natasha, who was on episode 28, by the way, um, fantastic episode. She's the uh, CEO of VFresh to see if we need a new code for 2021. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a promo code for VFresh. It's a URL at Tushy. So it's Tushy.com. Hello yep. Tushy.com slash hello yep. and goodbye. Yeah. And, and guys, to make it easier on you, if you just go to our website, www.helloandgoodbyepodcast.com, it has the links to our sponsors. It has the link to our YouTube channel. It shows our social media pages and it has the link to our episodes. So Bingo. you can really find whatever you need. Yeah. Love it. So I'm dying to hear what's happening with you because you have big news. I d but, big news. Well, I don't know. I mean, you you've been traveling with your bow. Oh yeah, so yeah. I'm excited Jared, to can hear we about that. Talk, we got to talk about your hair for a second. What's wrong with my hair? 
Well, it's just it. Well, first of all, I thought you were supposed to go to the barber shop. I did. I got a cut. <laughs> People can't see, but we're we're also on Zoom, and I'm showing Leanna my haircut. It just looks. There's pieces at the top that are like going up. Yeah, that's because I spend all day in my stress work life, like with my head in my oh, hands. Oh, yeah, that's what and it then, is. And also, like, I did yoga and had a headband on earlier, and you did I haven't yoga. showered. Yeah. Where did you do yoga? I've been doing, I've been killing yoga at home because have I not told you this? So when no. I first started doing yoga in 2005 or something like that, I got these DVDs, these like power yoga DVDs by this guy, oh, Brian. Oh, did Cass. tell me that. Yeah. And I've been watching them on YouTube and I'm addicted to them. I love them so much. You would, I never want you to watch it because you would be like, he shouldn't say that. And like, that's a bad, you know, like you would point out all the bad things, but it's like nostalgia and I love it. So and you're taking his YouTube classes? No, I'm the DVDs that I owned that were like clearly filmed in the 90s. Like it's a trip to like watch what people are wearing. They're yeah. on YouTube, like these old DVDs. Someone oh. just has them on YouTube. So it's like the same workouts I was doing like 15 years oh. ago when I first started doing yoga. So that's what you've been doing. I'm addicted to them. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, I did actually take Brian Kess class live one time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you like it? No. Eh, we can talk about <laughs> it later. <laughs> That's funny. I think he might have some controversy around him. I don't know. Not as bad as there is. Who, there is controversy. The other guy, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you guys are new to the show, I'm a I'm a advanced yoga teacher. I have my 500 hour certification and uh, trained with Yoga Medicine, whose the founder is Tiffany Crookshank, who's amazing. Um, and you know the the world of yoga has changed so much. And yeah, anyway, that's all I'll say. Yeah, I'm that. just a dumb guy who likes to do yoga, so. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're wanting the power workout, like it's going to be a good power class. Well, here's sure. what's crazy, I, I'm not though. Oh, go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm saying I'm not like, I don't, I'm not trying to bra bash power yoga. There's a time and a place for everything. It's more of like the ethics behind that whole scene. But yes. Anyway, go ahead. Well, here's what's crazy, though, is like when I got these DVDs and started doing this workout in 2005, this was like, the most like workouty style yoga mm -hmm. that you could get. When yeah. I do it, when I started doing them again in 2020, it's shocking how slow the flows are, how mm. much I get like a much deeper stretch, how much so much of the teaching is about oh. like your breath and like the mindset you should be taking. Like, so like yoga in America has gone way past where it was in 2005 like now like the past few yoga classes i've gone to in the past couple of years are way more like bro-y workout-y music mm -hmm. pumping moving really mm -hmm. fast like nothing meditative like nothing stretchy like whatever and so like that's what's actually been so cool for me about revisiting these but. Mm. yeah that is cool yeah if i'm if i'm i and correct me if i'm wrong you guys you can um message me about this but i believe brian kess was actually kind of the original guy that started power yoga. I think so. I think you know, so. Because, yeah. And then it kind of evolved from there. Yeah. And then now it's like everybody has their own spin on it and everything. I, I will just say uh, for these workouts, he, in them, uh, he has this flowing, curly, long hair. And it, it's so 90s. And I think in one of them, he is teaching in cutoff jeans 
like cut off like like jeans that were cut off into shorts and no shirt and it's hilarious. Yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. common in that. Yeah. Yeah, that's anyway. a whole thing. Anyway, sorry. That's a whole, that's a whole thing. Um, no, 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 but that's good. I'm all, That's awesome. I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah. So that, that all started with a tangent of you telling me that my hair looks I know, the but way. the headband makes sense now. Yes. We were wearing the headband while you were doing yoga. The haircut looks great, friend. Hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, it's a transitional haircut because the stylist I saw was like, like the line's a little high. I was like, yeah, that's a little high. And she's like, well, we're going to have to kind of cut it like this, this time, and then come back in a month and we'll get it all straightened out and everything like that. So why is the line high, Jared? I, I don't know because somebody, <laughs> somebody on this call cut my hair last time. Um, but honestly, Two you times. did a great job. You did a great job. Thank I'm not you. Gonna Thank you. Well, I'm glad that I no longer am responsible for cutting your hair anymore. I'm sure you are. Um, yeah. although, although you were great. So I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, it was a fun memory that we share now. That's true. Yeah. That's a nice COVID times memory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. You go ahead. Am I going first or are you? Oh going? man. There's just like so many things to talk about. Okay. Uh, let me, t- let me just say some quick things. Okay. Okay. So one, um, I got my real ID in the mail. Oh, congratulations. So I finally got my, you know, I, last week I was like, okay, I'm like a legal driver again. Now I got my real ID and I was really worried about the picture mm-hmm. and I opened it up and I'm like, oh, okay, this isn't bad. And I went to show my mom and I was like, hey, this is my new picture. What do you think? She goes, oh, she goes, wow, you look like you're 12. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's hilarious. Were you like, thank you. I was like, um, thanks. Like, she's like, I mean, not 12, but you just look really young. But like, that's my mom for you. Not like, oh, honey, you look so beautiful. She's like, you look like you're 12. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see your mom doing that. That's wonderful. (laughs) I know, but I do it to her too. We dish it out. So anyway, there's that. Um, Along the lines of yoga, I found out some news about my neck this week. Hmm. So I think I'd mentioned on the podcast, I've been dealing with like lots of pain at tendonitis and my elbows and some neck pain. So I herniated a disc in my neck almost five years ago now and never got it fixed and started feeling better. And then the issues in my arms started up and then that got worse and worse. And then like, a year and a half ago, I had so much pain that I couldn't put any pressure. Like I couldn't put my hand on the ground, like even like a tabletop position without getting a massive headache in the front mm. of my head. And I knew something was wrong, but I had this doctor um, and I would keep going to him and be like, hey, listen, like I had this herniation in my neck and I think I need to go get another MRI. He's like, no, 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 you're fine. And he would check like the the weakness in both of my arms and he's like you're fine here's some muscle relaxers and I literally asked him like three different times and he was like no 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 so I finally changed doctors and I changed doc uh, to this woman doctor who I really really liked and she was like the first call she's like yeah let's get you an, an MRI for your cervical spine let's do it blah 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 so that took then a month. So I show up to the hospital and they're like, oh yeah, so you're here for an MRI on your lumbar spine, right? Oh, and I'm like, boy. no, 
no, I'm here for my cervical spine. They're like, oh, well, we can't do that because it was ordered for your lumbar spine. So then I call my doctor. I'm so frustrated. I'm like, hey, listen, they ordered it. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll just reorder it. Don't hear anything. Don't hear anything. Three weeks goes by and I'm like, hey, nothing's been ordered yet. And they're like, oh, we actually, yeah, this practice is closing. What? (laughs) So this doctor decided to close her practice. And I said, well, I have like stuff that I'm like waiting on. They're like, oh, no, that's okay. It'll still go through. We're just switching it over to the new doctor. Right. So then they tell me who the new doctor is. And they're like, but your your MRI should still go through. So I call them two weeks later and they're like, oh, yeah. So at this point, like you can't order it through this doctor because that's no longer valid. So you're going to have to meet with the new doctor and then talk to him. Are you effing kidding? By the way, no. uh, for all of our listeners who aren't in the USA, like this is yeah, how this is, this stupid is, and fucked up our health care yeah. is. Yeah. So then I finally get an appointment with the new doctor and go in and see him. And he does like the muscle testing. He's like, oh yeah, you have a lot of weakness like on the side. He's like, okay, yes. Like let's order the MRI. So then I was finally able to order it, but then it's like three weeks out until you can get in. Right. Yeah. So anyway, um, long story short, I finally got the MRI and I came back with a bulging disc in one of my discs and then two degenerative discs right underneath it, which was where the original herniation was. Mm. So if, if you're not sure what any of that means, it's basically just all very painful (laughs) and explains why I've been having so much pain. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's just really frustrating because I haven't been able to do yoga Mm -hmm. like in, in a couple years. Like I cannot do the type of practice that I want to do. I can do restorative yoga. I can do yin yoga. I can do some hath- hatha, but I can't do a inverted strong flow, mm-hmm. vinyasa flow. Yeah. And um, so anyway, it's been really frustrating, but I also feel like relieved that I have a sense of like, I knew something was wrong and something was wrong. And like, now, hopefully, they'll get me to the right doctors that can, like, help me with this journey moving forward. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so important. Anyway. I mean, like, yeah. that's not obviously the best news, but I, I hear that story so many times. Like, if you, like, if you know something's wrong in your body and you have a doctor who's not listening to you, then go get another freaking doctor. Like, mm-hmm. I've had that experience, like, so many people I know, and it's, like, it's really important to, like, sort of trust yourself and trust your, your intuition mm-hmm. in that way and stuff like that. So I'm, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm like really glad that you did that. Yeah, me too. And so it's, you know, it's, we'll see what happens, but um, yeah, you know, it's been interesting because the whole quarantine thing, like I had, was supposed to have my yoga retreat where I was going to be doing a handstand workshop and an arm balance workshop and, and, vinyasa classes and all this stuff. And then I was going to start this yoga job where I'd be teaching up to 10 classes a week. And I was in so much pain. I could barely go in down dog. Mm. And then like COVID hit and then quarantine happened. And then I had to cancel my retreat. And I know I've talked about this before, but I don't know how I would have done it to be honest. Yeah. Wow. I don't know how I would have done it. And even canceling 
the retreat this year was kind of a relief, Mm -hmm. you know, because I haven't been able to, I haven't been able to practice any of that. And can you imagine me just showing up to Costa Rica in February and being like, okay, here's all these handstands that I haven't done in a year yeah, or two years, you know? So it's all been very interesting. And I'm just, you know, I, I hope someday I'll get to the point where I can do like a strong practice again, but I think it's going to be a while. Mm. Well, the first, I mean, but that's the most important first step is like, okay, here's what's wrong. Now I can start fixing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Huge. So anyway, so those are my like two, like kind of small things. Okay. And then, and I'll just, I'll save the, like the Thanksgiving trip and the quarantine for later. Cause that leads kind of into what we're talking okay. about today. Okay. Fair okay, enough. Okay. So now you go. Okay. So, uh, what's happening with me? Um, so, uh, dating obviously. Um, and what I was reflecting on this week is like, boy, like this dating thing. And by the way, relationships are this too, but I'm like, man, like dating's a real roller coaster, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and so I went from like a couple weeks ago, like, like talking to multiple people, like you even commented at some point, right? Like my like schedule was really full of like, oh, I'm doing like a FaceTime with this person and then I'm going on a walk with this person and whatever. Um, to like kind of like, you know, uh, like the the people I was talking to, like uh, all of a sudden then the roller coaster hits another part of the ride and like, Kind of like you you sort of figure out in a really nice way, by the way, all these people are great, but like kind of like, okay, so like n- all of those things in terms of like possibilities for a future are like, well, not really, you know, like, um, you know, hung out a couple of times with somebody and they're a wonderful person and we had a nice time, but just wasn't clicking in that way for either of us really. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's this weird moment where it's like, like sort of feast or famine, right? Like, okay, now back to kind of square one. And um, I think I've been like trying to, like I was saying with you and your doctor, like sort of trust myself and not like second guess myself and sort of like hold on to and like take care of and love myself through this of like, okay, well, that's cool. And like, what's been nice is that I'm like, I feel really good about my decisions and, and the way things have gone down and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so, you know, just kind of riding the ride, riding that freaking roller coaster of dating. I don't know. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it is like, it is, you're exactly right though. It's like, for some reason, like when you're single, you'll have a week where like five people are interested in you and like want to date you. And then like, Two weeks later, there's zero. Yeah. Like zero perspectives. Yep. And it's like, it's, it's almost like it's a kind of an addiction, like a dopamine. Yeah. Um, high when you, we have the potential of something working out. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when it doesn't work out, you can go into like kind of a low. Yeah. And like beat yourself up and like feel frustrated. And like, I'm never doing this again. And that is why I, downloaded and deleted Bumble like 27 different times because like Mm -hmm. I would, every time I uploaded it, I'm like, okay, there's the potential, like this is going to happen. And then I'd like meet someone and then it turned up, end up like not being good. And then I'd be like 
fuck this. And I like delete it. And then like three weeks later, I'm like, all right, well, I'm ready to try again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what's cool too, though, Jared, is I think you do a better job of like, seeing potential out of these people I like friends, mm, like mm-hmm. being acquaintances, not acquaintances, but like keeping them in your life in some way. Like I know a couple of the girls like were kind of interested in the podcast and like, I don't know if they're still listening now because you know, it didn't work out between you guys romantically, but like if they see you as like kind of a cool person and like want to be a friend and now like kind of want to follow along in the journey of hello and goodbye. Like that's really cool. Yeah. I think what's really funny is like multiple people who I've like gone on a couple of dates with and have, have started like listening to the podcast. All of them, I think seem more interested in remaining friends because they actually want to be your friend is what the, is what the <gasps> secret is. <laughs> Shut up. Are you serious? I like, like somebody said that to me recently. They were like, you know, yeah, I would really like to remain friends. And, like, I really think me and Leanna would be really close friends. So. <laughs> they're like, so really they're dating you yeah, to get to they, me. They cannot wait to, like, shove me out of the way. Like, <laughs> shove me right out of the picture. And then they can settle into their friend romance with you. Which is fine. I'm fine sharing you with, with other people. Well, if it makes you feel better, a bunch of our female listeners who DM me quite a bit are are like, they have like secret crushes on you. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. That's nice. Um, yeah. Wait, but you said something earlier when you were talking about like downloading and deleting Bumble a bunch of times. Oh, wait, it's right on the tip of my The dopamine? The, the highs and the lows. The highs and the lows. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Feast or famine. I, I'll, I'll think of it or I won't. Um, but, oh, can I ask you a question since we talked about yoga? Sure. What's your policy on farting during yoga? Oh my gosh, this is so random compared to what we were just talking about. Okay. So like in a class? Okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you can hold it in, hold it in. Yeah. Cause that's inconsiderate to the people around you. But people fart in yoga and I've been in yoga classes and someone around me farts and I can smell it. And then I always have this thought where it's like, I know everyone around, because I'm usually like, you know, there's not many guys. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I guarantee you everyone is blaming me for this fart. And it wasn't (laughs) me. Okay. If you can't hold it in and you're able to get up and go to the bathroom, get up and go to the bathroom, right? But sometimes, like, for me, who's, like, tends to be a little gaseous because, Mm. like, I don't poop a lot, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes it just comes out. Like, you can't hold it in, you know? So, in that case, like, um, maybe stay away from the hot classes. (laughs) (laughs) True. Yeah. Right? Because the hotter it is, the, like, faster that smell is going to get around. Um. And then it's like sweat and heat and fart. And yeah, it's if it's like especially disgusting. if everyone's really sweaty and the air is like humid now. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, try not to eat like a large meal before class. Yes. But like, honestly, like as a teacher, it's like whatever. You know, like I've I've had people fart out loud in class, and you can't just laugh. Like you want to, but like you're not gonna like just point them out and laugh at them. Well, you and, know, like yeah. I've farted while I was teaching accidentally. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like nobody. Everyone just pretends like nothing happened. I did a silent release one time 
and it was one of the worst smelling farts <laughs> in my life. And it wasn't one of the studios or one of the rooms at the old yoga place where I worked. That's uh-huh. a small room. That is a small room. Oh, and it was a small class. The small room at the place? No, 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 no. At the first yoga studio. Oh, okay. Where I Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, Anyway, so, I mean, I don't know. I well, Honestly, it, like, I just don't really care. I, well, and I, I appreciate you saying that, too, because even, like, like, I've never audibly farted in a yoga class. But, like, I have, like, you know, like, because sometimes you get into a certain pose and your insides are scrunched up and then, you know, like, gas comes out, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, even if I, like, smell that someone around me farted, like, of course, it's not, like, pleasant. You're, like, a little bit annoyed. But I'm always, like, hey, you know, like, this is yoga. It happens. Like, I think Mm -hmm. most people who are there, like, have an understanding. Like, you should have some compassion for your fellow yogis who, you know, sometimes you bend in a certain way and it puts pressure on a certain part of your insides. And then it it just happens. Now, I have also queefed. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. So that is a thing. That is a thing, especially like happy baby, yeah, um, yeah. shoulder stance. Okay. So this was the most embarrassing thing that's happened to me in yoga. So it was when I was a newer yogi uh-huh. and I was really into like getting my inversion practice. I was not a teacher yet. And my teach, my male teacher came over to assist me going into I think like a straddle handstand. Okay. So I was in a wide straddle folded over. Uh-huh. So a forward fold wide straddle. Yeah. And he comes behind me to put his hands like underneath my legs to help my legs come up. Right. Yep. And literally as my legs came up. So his head is kind <sighs> of directly above the hole. Yeah. I queefed. Wow. It was unmistakable. You could not miss it. And I was so embarrassed. Like you think I'm it was sh- noticeably not a fart? Uh, you know, that's a good question. Yes, I think so. I, I, yes. I as a dude, like I, I would hear yes, a noise. Because, okay, I I'll tell you. you I'll, go ahead. I'll tell you what the difference between a, a queef and a fart is. So a queef is going to sound more airy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like. I love that you're making queef noises right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, well, as a dude, I'm like, well, that could have been a a really airy fart. Like, I I don't think you know. Can I ask a question, though? How did... Yeah. Because I know, like... So it's, it's air coming out of the vagina, right? Like, and I know like that yes. you get air in there, like if you're having sex or whatever, you know, if you're sure. having, especially if you're yeah. having penetrative sex. Yeah, it's very common. Yeah. Yeah. It's very common. Does it just happen other times or was it like, had you been having sex earlier and then that's. Um, that's a good question. I don't think. Okay. So, so if you're not used to holding in your pelvic floor. Mm hmm. It, when you're in yoga, yeah, it's gonna more easily release air. Yeah, okay. That so makes like, sense. so like, ladies, like, and men, I guess, if you're like the idea of a kegel, yep. right? You're taking the muscles inside of your mm-hmm. vagina and pulling them up. 
-hmm. Well, if those muscles aren't pulled up or they're loose, it's more likely that something's going to come yeah, out. It's sort of right? like flexing that part of you. Yeah. yeah. So I think more, more commonly, maybe sex. I don't think that was the case for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it was more so just being new and not really knowing how to hold stuff in. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think I just, I took a deep breath and I exhaled and other stuff exhaled too. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> That's great. Okay. But anyway, but didn't you tell me you had a funny story for me? Uh, that was probably about, oh, about the gift stuff. Oh, about the And it's the really not that funny. Up. It's just me as an idiot, as a young man. But anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So basically now you have a funny story, but we don't really know how funny it's going to be. Yeah, I don't want to build it up too much. It's not actually that Is funny. Is it kind of like the tennis skirt story? Yeah, that's like just like, hey, here's the story. And it's only one sentence. And then that's that. And it's like, I showed up to a date in a tennis skirt. Yeah, period. Full stop. Yeah, yeah. Um, done. Wait, okay. Tell us about your trip. I saw that you shot guns. Um, yes. I want to hear everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. So I went to Charleston, South Carolina with my boyfriend for Thanksgiving. And this was something we did not just like um, do and throw caution to the wind. Like we thought about all of it. We, um, I'm currently quarantining with him at his apartment since I live with my parents. So, you know, I'm staying here for the week. He got COVID tested today. I'm going to go tomorrow. And then I'm going to go one more time at the end of the week since I see my, my kids next week. So we had all these things set in stone for like how to go out there. And we're, we're like really good about wearing masks. But I also knew that I was going to be with a group of friends that probably, you know, we're not going to be like social distancing out and outside. So I knew, you know, what I was getting into mm -hmm. anyway. So, um, so yeah, so we showed up on Tuesday night. We stayed with his two best friends the entire time, two best friends and their significant others. And then we just had, you know, different friends. It's basically just like one big friend group from mm -hmm. when Zach was in the Navy. He, uh, he's a nuclear mechanic in the Navy. So they were on a submarine all together. So like they're, they're like a family, yeah. you know? So it's basically that whole crew and then some other guys that are because a lot of them are still in the uh, the Navy, mm -hmm. which is why they're in Charleston. Um, so anyway, so the first night we just kind of hung out and I met them for the first time, got to know each other. And then the next day we um, did like we went out to dinner like downtown Charleston and then we did a ghost tour. Oh, nice. So like something cool about Charleston is it's like the most haunted town in the United States. I feel like they say that at every ghost tour you go to in any city. <laughs> no, Charleston really is because it has like the, oh man, I'm going to fuck this up, but it has like the, the, it's like the most historical town. Sure. In the South. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, don't know anyway, you went Should on a ghost tour. Anyway, we went on a ghost tour and that was pretty cool. And, um, I, did you see any ghosts? So many. Did you at any time say I ain't afraid of no ghosts? Did, did that happen? <laughs> no. Okay. Just ask. No, but I, there was, it was funny. Um, the, the ghost storyteller, whatever, who was really fantastic. He was like in character the whole time. 
he was saying, you know, if you can, if you can really like closely listen, you can feel her like blowing by you. And I went up to Zach and I was like, it's called the breeze. <laughs> because literally at that time, like the bre- there was just like this breeze in the air. No, I, I like, oh my God, a ghost. And you're like, or just the wind maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I personally don't believe in ghosts, but um, really, I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I, can I, can I tell you something? No, weird? we're not. No, oh, no, sure, just real ahead. quick. I had, I had someone, I had someone recently say to me very definitively, I don't believe in ghosts. I do believe in angels. And I was like, what? Like, okay. See, now I agree with that. Okay. <laughs> see, that's a whole nother thing. That's though, a whole other thing. I, okay. I believe there is a different realm, but I don't think that you just have people that are like in the afterlife, just like they're going to stay in where they died or where they like, it's just weird. Like, why wouldn't they want to be somewhere else? Yeah. Right. Sure. Okay. Anyway, that's a whole nother, that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. So, um. Did you ask if there were any Charleston Angel tours, like something that you could really believe in and get behind instead of these oh, ghost tours? Oh my goodness. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, no, I had to pray that the angels would stand by me the whole time. To save you ghost. from the ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who would win in a uh, fight, a ghost or an angel? Okay, sorry, I'm done. <laughs> Okay. So anyway, and then we like, I don't know, like, I don't want to go into detail about every single thing, but there was just, there was a ton of drinking. I probably drank more than I had the entire year uh, in those four days. Um, And great food. I'm imagining like a lot of like day drinking, like, well, a lot of day drinking and a lot of night drinking. I mean, we like, we were up till 2 a.m. the last night, like playing cards. Like it was just so much fun. Nice. We did go shooting. Um, so they, you know, they're big gun people or whatever. Yeah. And the, all the guys like wanted to go shooting. And I was like, all right, well, I go. I have shot one gun before. Mm-hmm. So I went to like an indoor shooting range. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I went with them and I started with like a, a little pistol rifle. Wait, what? That, see, I don't even know what it's like called. Like a handgun? Handgun. Yeah. Yeah, like but, I started with like a little handgun. Yeah. And it was like, it was like a, a, and then there was another one that was like a cute little pistol. Okay. Yeah. And then um, I actually, I'm so <laughs> mad at Zach. I can't wait until not- Zach hears this and, and, and hears you say like, and then the <laughs> other one was what's, what's called a cute little pistol. <laughs> I think this is a technical term. So then I'm so mad at Zach for not taking the video of me shooting this massive gun. Like, I, I don't even know. I don't know what guns are called. I don't know. Like a, it was like it was a like big, a, like 50 caliber or something like yes, that? Yes. Okay. Like something like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, like I, like I, you had your phone in your pocket. Oh, <laughs> Zach can hear us recording right now, and he just texted me I, that I had my phone in my pocket, which is why he didn't. Oh, he texted that, that instantly. Nice. Should, I, I should text him and be like, "What were the phone? What what were the guns called? What were the guns called?" Why don't you just say it out loud because he can clearly hear you. <laughs> Revolver. 
Ah. Oh, the revol—oh, the little revolver. Yep, yep. Okay. What about the big gun? Then the M9. I don't know what that is. I I don't either. But that was the one that like goes to your shoulder. Then the 308. Okay. Yeah. So if you are listening and you are a gun person, you know more than I do. There, there it and, is. Wait. Okay. Yeah. So so let me ask. Like, did you get along with all of the friends and like you know like the cu- did you get along with the other women and the couples like yes. Yes, I actually like really, really like his friends. I I was definitely like a little nervous at first. And I think there was probably some guards up for both of us, like Mm -hmm. all of us, you Mm know. Mm -hmm. Um, But they were just so welcoming the whole time. And, you know, I ended up having like a really heart to heart conversation with one of Zach's best friend and his girl and his fiance. um, That just was like really special to me. And it was just, it was like a very helpful, it, this is really like, so Zach and I have been together since July and it's a long he, time now. I know, but he, he's been in my world the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like he met my parents and my friends and my birthday and, you know, and this was like, really like I met his brother, but we were only there for a couple hours. Like this was the first time that I really got to be with him him and who he calls his family. Yeah. And so I got to hear their perspective on who Zach is and like what it was just, it was very like, I'm so glad I went. Yeah. Like so glad. I Do went. you feel like you saw a different side of him? Uh, a much drunker side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, and I also got very side. drunk too. Oh, speaking of me being drunk, um, I <laughs> okay. So I was like, there was a moment. It was midday Saturday. I was wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, is and... this when you and I? Is, is this when you you were texting me? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and um, for some reason, like sometimes when I'm really drunk, I just want to be dancing. Like I want to dance, and so like the song Soja Boy came yeah. on and I was like, i never had you. learned how to the dance went. Yeah. yeah. So I was like learning the dance. Right. And From then whom? I was like, was someone teaching? I was dance? watching a YouTube video. I'm in the living room by myself, staring at a YouTube video, just dancing. In front of the YouTube video. That's great. <laughs> There's actually a video of me that they posted in their messenger group. But anyway, and then I was like, guys, by the way, I know how to do the WAP. Hmm. Do you know what the WAP is? Yes. I don't. Okay. I'm, I'm skeptical that you know how to do it. What do you mean? Do you know how I to do it? Do the WAP? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know. Are you kidding? I was a dancer. Okay. 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 Well, if you're listening and you don't know what the WAP is, that's okay. So basically, it's this new song that's out. I guess it's not new not now. Not that new. Yeah. But uh, Cardi B, she's a rap artist, a female rap artist. Mm-hmm. And her song WAP stands and, for Wet Ass Pussy. And Megan Thee Stallion. And it features Megan Thee Stallion. Yep. Uh, two very badass women. Yep. And um, so TikTok it created this dance challenge for the WAP. And it's hilarious. And there's so many different like variations and challenges. So I was like, okay, guys, I'm going to do the WAP for you. So I had all the guys except for Zach like look away because I didn't want them seeing me do it. But I had the girls like watching me do it, right? So another thing that we should have had videotaped that I'm 
so mad at myself because it's like, okay, so I kick up and then I drop down and then I booty shake and then I lean back and my head's leaning back. And as I pull my head forward, I mean, guys, I'm in full, like I'm just really going for it, right? As I pull my head forward, the dog was really concerned and comes over and we head butted each other. Ooh. Like right on the skull. <laughs> and it hurt so bad. Uh, but I was more concerned about the dog. That's, okay. That's nice of you. So, so the dog was like, the dog seemed to be fine, but I felt like jolted. Like my head felt like it wasn't like, it felt a little like, yeah. um, like, like out you of see sorts. stars a little bit. Yeah. Like when I would turn, like it felt like it wasn't like place. Like I, I think I got a mild concussion yeah, you might to be have honest. Concussed yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But it, anyway, I had to take some ibuprofen because I immediately got a massive headache. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I, basically I concussed myself doing the WAP. Yeah, so basically people do the WAP at at your own risk. Please, <laughs> please take safety precautions, especially if you've been drinking. Um, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, overall, it was just like a really, really great trip. And I'm so glad we went and I'm like enjoying quarantining and doing everything virtual. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I'm really glad we went. That's wonderful. Yeah. It was fun. It's a, it's a big, it's a big milestone, you know, like visiting the friends, visiting the family. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So let's like have that lead into our, our topic today. We're going to talk about holidays. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? Was that the <laughs> is that the sound effect to go with our holiday segment? <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I don't have no idea what that was. Oh, 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 oh! My lid dropped and it hit oh, my whoops and it hit my uh, water bottle. Anyway, um, so anyway, we just kind of want to share with you like our experiences of like holidays with significant others as single, and it, like this isn't like we're not trying to tell you like advice on how to do this, but maybe just like, you know, two people who have had many experiences. Sure. Yeah. So, um, Jared, why don't you go first? Like, why don't you just share like a personal experience that you had? Okay. So to me, I mean, I think there's two things that come along with holidays. First of all, I've, I've been wondering how long it's going to take one of us to use the term cuffing season, which, um, Oh, yes. But, because I think, I think, na- well, actually, so that's a third thing, right? So if we like, think about the term cuffing season, which is like, because I think around this time of year, it's like winter time, it's the holidays, it makes people sentimental, like people want to have a significant other, like all that stuff. So, um, but the two big things that I think are the universals are like, you have to deal with gift giving mm-hmm. and you're, if, if you're in any kind of like fairly serious dating relationship, like you're probably going to be talking about or possibly meeting like one another's family in some way. Mm -hmm. So um, for me, and this is like a dumb story. So the first girlfriend I ever had when I was like 16 or something like that, 15, 16, we started dating in like October and in like mid November, she was like, Oh my gosh, I found the perfect Christmas gift for you. Uh, and I got it and I like, didn't think anything of it. Right. 
Then we break. We ended up. This is this is the root of all of your gift trauma. <laughs> this is where it comes back to. So we break up in like it was still November when we broke up. Okay. Wait, you broke up in November. Yes. So wait, she said, "I have the perfect gift for you." That was like, a, and, and then, then you like broke two up. Two weeks later, we break up. Right. Okay. And. We, we, you know, we stayed friendly. Like, obviously, it's like high school. We had mutual friends. You're still seeing each other around everywhere, right? Like, and, um, and then, like, leading up to Christmas, she's like, hey, when can I see you to give you your gift? What? And I, I'm talking to some of my friends. I'm like, you know, she, like, I, I, you know, she got this gift like before we broke up. This was November. I'm like, do I have to get her a gift? And, <laughs> and I remember one of my friends being like, yo, fuck that. You are not buying a gift for a girl you're not even dating. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I'm with your friend. Totally. So, but then there's this excruciating scene where she like comes to my house and is like, hey, here's your gift. And I was just like, Hey, thank you. And like, I could see it on her face. Like it, like she so was expecting me to be like, now here's my, gift oh, wait, this is you. what you're telling yourself or this is actually what happened. No, this is what happened. Oh, so you didn't get her the gift. No. Cause my, my okay, friends, okay, like you okay. were like, don't fucking get her a gift. Like you, okay, yeah. you broke up a month ago, like whatever. And so then I had to like watch, she, she's still super sweet and like a lovely person, but I had to watch her be like very disappointed. And like, we, we were, were like close friends later and she was like, yeah, I was pretty bitter about that for a while. And I was like, what uh, did you want me to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what, what did she get you? I don't even remember. Really? It might've been, oh, this is going to make me sound so dumb and nerdy and lame. For a while, I think I had like in my room because I had found them at like a garage sale or something random, like just like these little like gargoyle guys, like these little old timey like gargoyle mm -hmm. things that you would like put in a garden or whatever. And so it might have been like a gargoyle to like go with them. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. That is really dorky. Don't make fun of me and my miniature okay, gargoyle collection but, that I had. But for I think a time. there's a lesson to be learned here. Please. If you are not with the person, don't give them a gift. Yeah, like take And if you gift give them back. a gift, don't exactly don't expect a gift back. What are you doing? Yeah, okay. You Honestly, know okay, yeah. hold on. I have a question. I have a question. Go. Did you break up with her or did she break up with you? I broke up with her. Okay. Well, that's why she gave the gift. Because she's thinking, I'm gonna give him this gift. It's gonna show him how much I care about him, <laughs> and it's gonna make him want me back. I guarantee you that's what was. And so the fact that you didn't get her a gift that it was less of the, Oh, I can't believe he didn't give me a gift, but it's more of like, Oh shit. He doesn't want me oh. back. Yeah. All of that went way over my head here. Here is, <laughs> here, here is my rule of thumb. If you have purchased a gift for someone and before the holiday, that relationship ends, you should take that gift back Take every fucking penny that you spent and spend it on yourself. Like, return the I gift. I totally agree. And get your goddamn yes. self a gift and yes. celebrate yourself. That's what I. Yes, yes, and I think. Well, okay, I'll I'll tell my one big piece of advice. Well, I have actually have 
I'm going to say I have two big pieces of advice for gift mm-hmm. giving, but I want to tell my stories first. Go. Okay. So I have two gift giving stories. So one, I should say I am a huge gift giver. Gifts is way at the top of my love language. I love gifts. I constantly think about other people. When I see something in the store, I'm like, oh, this person, that would be perfect for this person. However, I will say that in the relationships that I've been with, almost all of the men that I've been in relationships with, none of them have been gift givers. (laughs) And so it's still in a little bit of my gift giving spirit. So now I just don't really like work as hard at it. Um, But anyway, okay. So my first story is with my ex-husband. It was our first Christmas together uh, as a married couple. Mm -hmm. I I don't even, it's so funny because I don't even remember our actual first Christmas together. I don't think we got each other gifts or anything. So we were married and I grew up with a mother who was a huge gift giver as well. Like we would come out for Christmas and we'd have this huge thing of stocking gifts. And then we'd have two or three big things and all of it would be wrapped. And like, you know, so, so that's what I did for him. Yeah. Right. So we set a budget, right. We set a certain budget that we were going to spend on each other. So we knew that was going to be the same budget for each person. Okay. And then we could go out and get whatever. So I got him like, um, a gift card to his, like to, uh, pro bass bass pro shops or whatever Bass pro shop. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like some other like, um, sports thing and just like stuff that I knew, like he would really like, and he got me (laughs) a small food chopper Mm -hmm. (laughs) scrabble. Okay. And monopoly. Wow. And, um, one, I don't cook. I don't like being in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and I didn't even know what a food chopper was. What on earth? Yeah. That's a thing. Like don't get anything unless you know, especially if you're buying for a woman, unless you know that she like loves cook, like nothing, nothing kitchen, kitchen or cleaning or anything like that. Unless she's like, holy shit, I would kill someone to have like a Dyson or, you know, unless it's something yeah. like that of like a KitchenAid mixer is like my biggest dream. Like, yeah, no, yeah, Just don't do it. Exit out. Yeah. And, um, and then Scrabble. Eh, okay. Monopoly is my least favorite game in the entire world. Like I hate Monopoly. I don't want to play Monopoly. I don't want to look at Monopoly. I don't want to watch other people play Monopoly. I was so upset. I took that Monopoly box and I threw it at him and then I ran away. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Oh man, I was so upset, so mad. And poor guy, I mean, he didn't know what he was doing. You know, like how am I supposed to expect that this this man who... It was like, like, what, like 22 at that point or something? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was like 24. But like, for him, when he grew up, they gave each other games. They gave each other games. They gave each other a Christmas ornament, you know, and they just didn't lavish him like my parents lavished me on holidays. And so he didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. And I had all of these young and dumb expectations. And so um, anyway, so... Then I'll tell you 
how we ended up resolving that, but I'm going to save that for my, my, um, um, piece of it, of advice. Okay. 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 So then the next story is with my ex-boyfriend. Um, our first Christmas together was three weeks after we met. Oh, wow. And I think I talked about this in the breakup episode that we did. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we met each other. It was like a very fast and quick relationship. And he like was saying he was falling in love with me after like a week. And then we were boyfriend, girlfriend. That's and fast I was like, even well, by bachelor standards. I know. And yeah. then I was like, well, just come spend Christmas with me and my family because he didnn't have any family out here. So mm-hmm. what I'm going to do, like be like, okay, well, I'll be with my family. <laughs> bye. <and> bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so then what ended up happening though is um, just like a, quick uh recap of that episode is i ended up freaking out because like i'm realizing how fast this was going this is the first guy i've had christmas with other than my ex-husband so Mm -hmm. we kind of ended up like breaking up christmas eve after he had given me like all these gifts and and anyway okay so he was a very practical man Uh uh-huh very cheap. Um, <laughs> I can relate. And um, so his gifts to me were boxes filled with practical things. Like there was a box of cleaning supplies to clean my house because he knew what? I was OCD. There was a box of like um, medicine stuff because I had been getting sick so much. Mm-hmm. That's and kind of sweet and thoughtful. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, it was fine. It just wasn't... And then there was, like, a box of, like, chocolate or things like that. And But his big gift was he made this really pretty world map made of music notes for me. Oh, wow. Um, that I knew that was coming because he was kind of, like... So, anyway, I, he actually didn't do bad. Mm-hmm. He didn't do bad. Oh, and he got me a backpack. He got me a really nice um, camelback backpack. Do you still have this backpack? Yes, I do. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> um, that was honestly, actually, that is the only thing I kept from that relationship. Good, yeah. Is that backpack. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice too. Quality item. Okay, I know. So I decided, okay, so uh, this is, you guys are going to think I'm so stupid. So I had been in New York like the year before, and I went to this party and met this guy who created this line of men's underwear where this specific underwear had a a pouch for the balls. Oh yeah. Right? Wait, what's the so name that, of the underwear brand? I don't remember. Oh, because there's anyway, go ahead. Should I see if they'll, if they'll sponsor us? <laughs> but basically there was like so there was a pouch for the balls. Yeah. And then there was a string that you could use to move your guy if you needed to move it. Cause you know how guys are okay, always like, that's crazy. Cause I, okay. there, I wear underwear that have like a pouch, but there's no string involved. Okay. Well maybe I'm saying it wrong, but it was like, it was like the idea was to be able to adjust yourself without having to like use your hand. Okay. So anyway, so w- when this guy was explaining this underwear to me and I was, I said to him, I said, Oh, I said, well, I don't have a boyfriend right now, but in the future, maybe I could get him a pair. So to me, this was a very like, like not nostalgic, but 
like almost like, oh, I have a boyfriend now. And now I can like get him this pair of underwear that I remember talking about like months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got that for him. And I honestly don't really remember anything else I got for him, but he hated it all. Like he hated it. Like he, his reaction to the underwear was just like, what? Like it, like, I mean, he hit it very well, yeah. but like, I think he, he told me later that he realized in that moment how little we knew about each other, mm. which like, duh. Yeah. Like we had been together for three weeks. Why were we spending hundreds of dollars on each other on Christmas gifts? Like that was dumb. That yeah. was so dumb. So um, anyway, it, that was, you know, overall, like it was fine, but I think like my my suggestion for if you're like in a new relationship, um, tell them exactly what you want. Tell them exactly what you want. Set a budget and don't do anything extravagant. Yeah, like don't do anything extravagant. Like you know, like hundred bucks or less. Just do a hundred buck limit. Hundred bucks limit. Um, and d- don't try and think out of the box too much because you don't know this person that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, right? and like, yeah, like to me, all of that is really practical steps to really just kind of have the effect of like, like take the expectations down a few notches. Yeah, you know, like, and and I, I almost, I, you know, I agree with everything you just said. Like, and just like be funny about it, be like real with each other about it, be like, look, listen, let's have a rule where like I'm gonna try to get you something that makes me think of you that I think you might like, like blah blah. blah. But if I totally fuck it up, then like, let's go take it back together. And then we can, you know, I'll go with you and you could pick out something that you actually yes. like or whatever. Right. Like, so, so build in a thing. Cause like in both of your stories, right. One person had such high expectations that whatever this other person was going to get for them was going to like demonstrate their love and, and how well they knew them and how much the two of them were meant to be together or whatever. And they were just crushed by it, you know, mm-hmm. and that happens to so many people and it's so sad. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm against all gift giving, period. Okay, but what I will say though is gift giving can be very special. It can be beautiful, yes. It can be beautiful. Um, and okay, so okay, so if you're new in the relationship, go small. Ask your partner, what do you want? And then get that and then maybe something else that you think of on your own. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not in a relationship, but you're kind of talking, kind of dating, like, I don't know, just have, if you're a guy, give her flowers and a gift card to Sephora. Mm. You know, if you're a girl, give him, I don't know, what would you want from a girl you're kind of dating, seeing like something small, like a bag of coffee and a mug? Yeah. I think if, if for a dude, like get him something, you know, he likes. Yeah. You know Something what I'm practical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I my go-to is always what is their favorite place to eat or get coffee? Boom. Get them a gift card yep. to that. Also, right? I I will say especially for dudes another really good thing is like get a card, take your time and write out something heartfelt on the card. Yes, yes, yes. That will make up for so many other sins. So much. <laughs> yes. You know, you know what? honestly, you want to you wanna hit it out of the ballpark, get a nice card, write 
the love letter and stick a hundred dollar bill in there. Boom. She's yours. Done. That's a really good idea. Like, although I don't know, I wonder, I, I, people, I hope people hit us up after the podcast, especially like our, 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 our lady listeners, like, are there women out there who would feel that that was like, like a cop out, like, oh, I don't, I don't want your money. You know, you were supposed to do something thoughtful. I don't know. Well, I don't know who those women are, but I'm not one <laughs> I of them. Mean, if I mean, if I got a car with a hundred bucks, that would, I would be like, you are the person for me. Do you know what's funny is that what, that's always what my parents do for each other. They just give each other money. That's great. So my, but I'm talking Christmas too. So like they each give each other money. That's perfect. Cause it's, um, it's, it, it, it's the, equi- I, I actually love that on two fronts. One, I would just love to receive money from anyone. And number two, it's the equivalent of they're both secretly opting out of gift giving. Yes. Because they, oh, just, totally. they just come out in a wash every time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I also think that there needs to be like an, a lower expectation of how much money to spend on each other. Like I know couples that spend up to a thousand dollars. Fuck that. On each other for no. Christmas. And like, okay, hold on. We don't want to judge. Like if that's you, like, great. And you have that if money. If you have a ton of money, like, sure. Okay. If great. you have a money, ton of money, but if you're like, having to put it on your credit card like why yeah like i would rather like us each get each other something small and then take my money and just go buy myself something mm-hmm. you know like if i if you know yeah well and to me like some of the most meaningful things i've done with like friends and i've done this in a couple of relationships too is be like hey let's not get each other gifts like, let's take the money we would have spent and, like, let's do a weekend away or, like, so, you know, like, or, like, let's yes. go to a show or a concert or, you know, and with a nice dinner, you know, like, have the experience thing. But, like, it all goes back to, like, talk about it with the person ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like, get the expectation straight, like, mm-hmm. you know. But one of my favorite things, so, so let's talk about, like, gifts when you're in maybe a relationship that you've been in for a little bit longer. One of my favorite things that you said on the love languages episode Mm -hmm. was keep a note in your phone when little things come up, favorite color, things that they say, Oh, I really like this. Write it down. Uh, Coffee shops. um, What are things that they have talked about that they really like? Like put that in your notebook. And then when you go to get gifts, like it's just literally right there in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. My, my go to. Yeah. My go. Okay. So here's my, Um, my two pieces of advice. One, I used to send my ex-husband an email with seven links in it Mm -hmm. of things that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And he could pick out of whichever one he wanted to. Mm -hmm. And then he would always maybe pick out a couple other things on his own. But that way, if something came and then I didn't like it in person and I returned it, he doesn't get his feelings hurt about it because I was the one that picked it out. Yeah. You know? Yes. By the way, I think to me, that's the most infuriating thing because my dad is like this all the time is the person who gets someone a gift and then gets upset if the person doesn't like the gift. Oh, that's horrible. Yes. Because I'm like, what you just did is you proved that it's not about me at all. Yes, exactly. It's about you making yourself feel good. My dad, I, I wish we could get my sister on the show. My sister and I, my dad buys us, would buy us sweaters like every year. 
and never include the gift receipt. And one of us would have to like go to like Macy's. Oh, no, if it's not Macy's, go to JC Penny. Oh, it's JC Penny. We'd call the other one, like, yo, it's it's JC Penny or whatever. Then you'd return it. And of course, with no receipt, you get like the lowest price that they can possibly give you. You're like, blah, blah. And then my dad would like quiz you about like, hey, how come you're not wearing the sweater I got you? Like, blah, blah, blah. Oh my god! And gosh. if you told him you took it back, he would pout like a big baby. Yeah. This is so I, I I like how I'm just unearthing all of my gifting traumas. No, well really, apparently you really needed to do that. Really understanding. So yeah, so you know, it's 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 not it doesn't take the quote unquote romance out of it to send an email. What it does is it takes the pressure off of the person that hates getting gifts. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And then the person who's harder to shop for is happy because they get what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, my second piece of advice is exactly what you said. Every purchase you make, keep the receipt. Include the receipt in the gift bag, in the card, in the present. Like, because it, it just is, it's not, you can't expect the person to love the gift. Like, you're not responsible for how they feel about it. So just Keep the receipt and let them get something they really want, yep. you know, and, and just, you gave it a shot, you tried and like, it's, there's no hard feelings if they don't like it. Mm-hmm. That's why I think, that's why I think like women that get engaged and don't get to see their engagement ring before Ooh. that blows my mind. Yeah. That blows my mind. I could never do that. Never. Mm. I mean, like. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I I think you're bringing up a great point about gift giving, which, I you know, there's times where I've been like, oh, I did awesome here. This person's gonna love this, and then they don't like it. And then there's times where like, I literally just like walked into a store, and like look, yeah, I was I like looked at something, and I'm like, oh, that'll work. And then the person was like, oh my god, this is perfect. How did you know? <laughs> You know, and so like the truth is like no matter how much you agonize about it or how much thought or time you put into it, yeah. Whether you you drive yourself crazy and spend hours researching, or you just walk into World Market and like grab the first thing you see, like your chances are fifty fifty. Yeah, like your totally. chances are fifty fifty. So don't put too much pressure on yourself, but include the fucking receipt and and don't be a jerk or a baby. If the person's mm-hmm. like, oh, actually, no, I, I, I hate this color or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, then great. Go get something you want, you know? Yeah. And you know what everybody would want that you can't get a receipt on? What? Is hello and goodbye merch. There you go. <laughs> if you want to give the actual mm-hmm. perfect gift. I mean, you could give a tushy and include the receipt on that, but. You could absolutely yeah. give a tushy and inclu- include the receipt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's like, I think that's a good wrap on gifts. Yeah. Pun intended. Hey. Okay, so Wait, let's go did you in- tell us how you, you didn't tell us how you resolved the, like, last we heard, oh, yeah. you okay. threw Monopoly at your ex-husband and ran out of the room crying. Oh, well, what I meant by resolve that is in the future, then I just sent him emails with oh, links. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, like, we just made sure that that never happened again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you hate Monopoly because you hate capitalism and you're a socialist? I hate Monopoly because it's boring as fuck. <laughs> I know. I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, you know, it's just so 
it's so funny because like for some person, a board game is like an amazing gift Mm -hmm. and they would be like, Oh my gosh, that's so thoughtful for me. It's literally like, why would you get me a board game? Do I look bored to you? Uh. You know, (laughs) (laughs) by the way, uh, Jared and I will be accepting Christmas gifts from our listeners. Sure. Uh, Just include your receipts. Yeah. That'd be lovely. $100 bills and cards encouraged. Hundies. We'll take the hundies. Yeah. Yeah. Just DM for the address of where to send it to. (laughs) Um, Okay. So let's talk about now meeting the family, meeting the friends. So what have your experiences been with that? I haven't had any terrible ones that I can think of. Um, I have a good friend who, like, his now wife, the first time he spent time with her family over the holidays, they might have still been in college or just out of college. So this is, like, a little more forgivable. But families, every family's got their own, like, weird things. So my friend goes to visit his then-girlfriend, now-wife, and he talks to me afterwards. He's like, it was really like weird and uncomfortable kind of the whole time. And I was like, well, what, like what, what happened? He was like, well, you know, obviously like I knew we were going to be like staying in separate bedrooms, but like apparently her dad had this thing that like no one was allowed to close their door at night. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. So imagine you're in like a strange house. <laughs> like... <laughs> And you had to, like, leave your door open all night while you sleep, I guess. I don't know. That is creepy. Yeah. So, I mean, but so, and here's the thing, right? Like, I think this is why this is a good story for an episode like this is because, you know, like, probably the age she was, like, she doesn't know that that's fucking crazy and weird and, like, to, like, warn someone. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't, all, all you know is what you know, you know? Yeah. And so, like... I think that's the other thing is like when we talk about having like low expectations with gifts, A, if you know your family's like a little weird and crazy, like give the person some disclaimers, like make it so that you can have some time and space to be one-on-one a little bit, you know, so that they can just like not have to be on and relax for a minute or whatever. Um, But if you know that there's weird stuff, like be like, Hey, like this is going to be weird. How do you feel about this? Like whatever. Mm -hmm. But I I haven't had any bad ones. What about you? Okay. Well, I mean the, I mean my ex-husband's family was. Oh yeah. um, We heard about that on. Yeah. Yeah. It was just difficult. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was just, I just, I think the the biggest thing is I just never felt welcomed. Yeah. Never. And his stepdad um, was, uh, I'm trying not to, I'm trying to be like a little gracious about this, but um, I just was on edge the whole time. Of what was going to happen? Who was going to blow up? Um, what was I going to say? What was he going to say that we shouldn't say? Um, and it, it just, it was so serious and it was just always an uncomfortable situation. And it was just never, I don't know. So like, I, I guess I just handled it by 
bearing through it mm. and until I wasn't there anymore, to be honest. Yeah. I, I never, I never stuck up for myself. Like I never, I wasn't at the point in my life where like I was ready to like get up and say my piece to whatever was going on. Um, but nowadays I don't know that I would have taken what I had in the past. Yeah. I don't know. I think that, I mean, I think that's my thing is just like, it's just so hard when you don't get along with your significant other's family. Yeah. That Um, is hard. So I'm just glad I'm not in that situation anymore. But for those of you who are, you know, I think it's just really important to be communicative with your partner. Make sure your partner's on your side. Like, I mean, don't make them choose between their family and you, but make sure that they're hearing you and hearing what's making you feel uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. like at least being there to like not like allow the family to like purposefully make you uncomfortable and, you know, like make, let you know that it's okay for you to, to speak up, you know, that, um, because I think, I think ultimately like you don't want to have your partner choose between you or their family, right? Like that's not the right thing to do. But also if you feel uncomfortable for very valid reasons, then your partner should be there for you. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, and I think too, if you're the one who is bringing the other person home, like, like keep an eye on them, right? Like your Mm -hmm. job is to kind of be like, you know, like, Cause like, right. My family is super loud and obnoxious and like, you know, on a holiday, like everybody gets to drinking and everyone's like breaking each other's balls and giving each other a hard time and like yelling at each other and whatever. Um, some low level gambling starts happening after dinner. Like it's, you know, it's all, it's like raucous. Right. Mm -hmm. And like when I brought people to that environment, I'm kind of keeping an eye on them. Right. Mm -hmm. Like how comfortable are you? Like whatever, you know? And like, you know, if someone starts giving them a hard time, like, I'm like, oh, is this okay? You know, and, and if it's not okay, then kind of like, I step in and I'm like, ha ha ha, like, try to diffuse it or deflect it or whatever. Right. You know, and I think you got to like, run some interference for your partner a little bit. You do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and also, um, this is another thing that I, um, like a piece of advice from my recent trip to Charleston is, if you're going somewhere to someone's and you're hanging out with their family and their friends, um, you have to be pretty chill about not necessarily doing what you want to do. Yes. Right. Yes. Like I, I had a blast in Charleston, but I don't think that there was ever a day where I was like, Hey, I really like, I really want to go. I want to go here for breakfast. I want to go, Like, I really wanted to, like, go downtown and, like, walk around and go shopping. And, like, um, there was this part of Charleston that, like, was the wealthier part. And I wanted to just kind of go see or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we just never got to that. And that's okay. And, like, there were things that were planned that were planned. And I was like, okay, I'm going on it. And, like, I wouldn't have taken back any of those things. Yeah. But none of it was really my choice. Yes. Right. Like I would, you know, and I, I would put my input on things. Um, but I wasn't picking out the restaurants. I wasn't picking out the 
the activities um, that I would have never been like, hey, guys, <laughs> let's go shoot some guns. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that was just something I was like, okay, that's what we're doing. Let's go. Um, Zach went flying with his friend and I sat in the airport waiting for him. And I knew that was just part of it. And then we had this cool moment. Like we went down to the beach, like, and we had some alone time and like, that was really fun. So you just, you have to be able to be a little go with the flow yes, and, and feel uncomfortable, feel a little out of the box. And, and also though, like, have a supportive partner Mm -hmm. that if you're feeling uncomfortable, like let them know, Hey, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. And that doesn't necessarily mean anything needs to change, but they could just be there for you. Yes. Yeah. Like I think that that go with the flow attitude, have a sense of humor about it, be sort of up for anything, but then also like say what you need, you know, like that's the other thing. If you're, when I've been the person bringing the other person home, like just finding times to get away from other people and just check in and talk like, you know, even like it would be like if I'm bringing a, a girlfriend home for the holidays or whatever, Hey, like we're going to run to the store and pick up whatever thing needs to be picked up. Or whatever. Yes. You know, even like five, 10 minutes. Hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Correct. This is what yeah. we're doing later. Like, are you cool with that? Like whatever, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. It's such a good point. And I mean, a, like we went out for a run, like two, two times I think. And I like really cherish those moments. Like we got away and we went on a run together. And then that made me feel better because we were eating and drinking so much. And then, you know, like when we went down to the beach, like it was just really nice to just like step away from everyone and have that moment with us. And um, not that I didn't, again, like not that I didn't enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's, but like you said, like it's so important to take those, those moments to yourself. Um, So, yeah, I mean, and obviously, like, I would try and stay away from politics with any. Yeah, boy. Like, just stay away from, just stay away from the hot topics, you yeah. know? Um, okay, let's talk, a, like, let's do five minutes on being single through the holidays. Okay. So, you're not talking to anyone. You're single. Mm-hmm. Um, all you have to worry about gift giving is your family, your friends. And you don't have to worry about like meeting anybody's parents or anything. Honestly, like it's really the way to go. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess I would just say like, treat yourself a little bit. A hundred percent. Like go out, go out and get yourself a spa day and go buy some clothes for yourself and um, hang out with your girlfriends, go have brunch on Christmas Eve. And like, just like enjoy the fact that you don't have all of these other stresses, Yes, you know, and you get to just focus on yourself. And if you have the annoying family members that are like, Oh, you're single again. Why aren't you with someone? Just be like, I'm living my best life, bitch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Say that to your grandmother when she asks you when you're going to meet a nice boy. I'm living my best life. (laughs) I'm living my best life, bitch. But um, honestly, like if, I've been single for a few Christmases now and it's fine. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I like it. I get more presents and like from my parents because they feel bad for me. (laughs) Perfect. Well, I, I, I think, I think the thing you said about like finding things that are sort of like special for yourself, I think is like really important for me. It's even like, you know, like, like having a good book to read or being like, Oh, like, 
I'm going to make a list of like these movies that I wanted to see. And so when you have downtime, you're not like, oh, I'm bored and sad. You're like, oh, I'm going to watch this thing I've been wanting to watch yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. Light up your Christmas tree, um, fill up a bath, have a fire going or a fake fireplace. Yeah. And like, yeah, eat just a, like, enjoy. Eat, 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 eat a pot gummy, you know, if you yeah. want, if you're down with Wait, that. are you doing pot right now? No, I'm not. Oh, yeah, you're not doing pot. No. But, yeah, you could do pot. You could open a bottle of wine. Yep. You could um, give yourself, like, a pedicure or whatever. Just, like, I've had so many holiday nights where, like, I am alone. And it's, it's like, it can be sad. But also, like, you start a good, like, romance movie and you end up masturbating afterwards. And it's, Perfect. like, what could be better? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> I've never had that experience of romance movie into masturbating, but I guess oh, really? it depends oh. on how you define romance movie. But Well, yeah, it's probably different for women. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friend. Well, I think that, that kind of wraps it up. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, no, no. We got to wrap it up with the funny gifts. Oh, yeah. By the way, I also think it's funny that we were like, we're not going to give advice. We're just going to talk about this. We to- I know. Then- we totally give <laughs> a lot of advice. <laughs> Hopefully some of it was helpful. Well, I don't know. okay, not advice, more just suggestions. Sure. I don't know what the difference is between those two things, but that sounds good. <laughs> okay. So um, I asked you guys on Instagram, what is your the worst gift that you've ever gotten from a significant other? So I'll go and then you go, Jared. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. This is really just sad. Um <laughs> Nothing because my birthday is so close to Christmas and Hanukkah. Oh, that's a tough one. Those yeah. poor Christmas and Hanukkah babies. So first of all, um, if someone's birthday is close to Christmas, AKA my boyfriend's, you got to make both of those days very special. Like that person should not be missing out on Christmas or their birthday just because they're close together. That's fair. Right. Yes. So, so you got to better save up extra money and and make both of those really special. Mm-hmm. Okay, you go. Okay. So, worst gift you've ever uh, received for Christmas from a significant other, friend of the show, Dave Glazer at uh, Believe Be Real Be Bold, once received M and M's as a gift, <laughs> which I, I I hope it was like. The big like figurine M and M that's filled with M and M's or but something also, like, like that. He's like really into fitness, and I just like maybe he's just I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Also, actually, yeah, why would you just do M and M's? That's like two dollars. Yeah, there's like no way that he like had said to somebody like, "Oh, I really fucking love like, M and M's." Like, yeah. yeah, picking out on M and M's. Like, okay, the only way that this is an excusable form of gift is if it's peanut M and M's. Yo, you know what the best M&M is? Dark chocolate peanut M&M's. They're amazing. <gasps> I didn't know that was a thing. They're very hard to find. Jared, can that okay. be my Christmas present? Yes, done. Okay. I'm, right. I'm putting it in the note in my phone right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, uh, this person said nothing when he gave one of his quote unquote girlfriends a PlayStation. Wow. So he didn't give her anything, but he gave one of his girl space friends a PlayStation. Yeah, it turns out maybe she was the side piece. <laughs> Is yeah, that possible? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, okay, you go. 
Uh, one of our women listeners received from her significant other a Yeti water bottle. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's not a bad gift. Like a Yeti water bottle, nice like that's water a nice bottle. water bottle. Yeah. But I mean, I think from your significant other, like as the only gift and you're a woman, like Yeti is more men. Well, like, and focused. also like water bottle is like, again, I think this is where to use gender stereotyping here really broadly, but like dudes have this like practical, like I would use that. I would be psyched about that. So I'm sure she will. And it's like, nah, like it, make it special, make it thoughtful. Like practical is what you like, not necessarily right. what your significant other would like. Right. Right. And then from a male listener who received from his significant other flowers. <laughs> Which again, like, <laughs> kills me. it's it's like, people giving gifts that they would want to receive and they don't stop <laughs> to think that the other person is not going to be just like them. If you are a male and you would really like to get a bouquet of flowers as your gift, please DM us and let us know. Yeah. I, I, I can't think of any guy I've ever dated. I mean, I'm a pretty... In touch with my feminine side, non-traditional dude. And like, I don't want, don't get me fucking cut flowers. Now, if you want to get me like an aloe plant or something that I can grow. And if you get me flowers, it better be with like a $100 gift. (laughs) Give me a bouquet of $100 bills. Okay. I have one that's really funny. So this isn't from her significant other, but it's from her mom. But it's so funny. She says, I got bath bombs for my mom, but I don't have a bathtub. That's, come on, mom. (laughs) Come on. Okay, but to be fair, bath bombs are really cool. Yeah, like, I really like what, what, like in her sink? What is she supposed to do? <laughs> she just sits, she's sitting on the counter, fills it up with the, 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 fills the sink with the water, puts the bath up on and just puts her feet in the sink. Yeah, or like just, yeah, I don't even know. Um, that's hilarious. And then dedicated listener uh, and Leanna's boyfriend, Zach, his response <laughs> to the poll was, whatever Leanna is going to give me for Christmas this year. well no that's not a good thing he's saying that's his worst gift i know but he's but but i think it's sweet that he filled out the podcast's uh uh instagram yeah so sweet he's playing (laughs) along he's playing along for the people at home okay so the last one is is um a silverware set and they were all individually wrapped and placed throughout the christmas tree so, like, each individual fork. Yes. I, okay. I mean, that's- this one This one gets an award for worst present. Also, um, like, best, like, delivery. Yeah, also, like, cute, sweet effort, you know? But also, like, again, don't get a woman something from the kitchen. Nothing kitchen-related, cleaning-related, <laughs> like, nothing. Yeah. Kitchen out unless you get a link for a Vitamix. Yes. Vitamix. Actually, that's one of the best gifts I've ever received from a significant other was a Vitamix. Ooh, that is a good. Those are like three to $500. Yeah. Well, when it was me and my ex who, when we were moving to California together, we got each other like moving gifts and she got me a Vitamix and I got her a bike. 
Oh, those are big gifts. Yeah. I think you got the better one. I one did now. for sure. I still use that fucking thing. <laughs> it's like it's like right, it's like guys. it's like you and your camelback and me and my Vitamix. Every time I turn it on, I just smile. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will be back next week. Um, we actually have a few guests lined up. I'm really excited about. So stay tuned for the guests. And uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Hello and Goodbye Podcast at underscore Lana Joan at the real Jared Rodriguez. We're on Twitter, hello underscore by underscore pod. We have YouTube channel, Hello and Goodbye Podcast. Um, you can visit our website, www.hellongoodbyepodcast.com and go check out all our sponsors on the website. And that's it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Rate, review, tell a friend. Yes. Go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review for us. And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.